Bright Suns, you're now listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. Punch it, Chewie! What have we here? Hello there. Morning, Senator. Greetings, my We are the ones who guard the power. We are the middle. The beginning. <laughs> So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. You're a feisty little one, but you'll soon learn some respect. So, this is where the fun begins. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is madness. You can't! What did Lisa say? Join the conversation with the Star Wars friends on social media at SW Friends Show. That's at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the Star Wars friends at show at starwarsfriends.com if you have a comment or question you want us to read live on the show. Now, here are your hosts, the Star Wars friends! Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinan, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Show on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. And joining me today are my very good Star Wars friends. Uh, this is Justin, and I was not a pin collector before meeting these guys, but I'm slowly going down a very dark path. <laughs> and this is Maggie, and I will live and die on the hill that Quirky is Obi-Wan and Satine's child. Whoa. Whoa, okay, okay. <laughs> did you tweet about was, that earlier today? I did. Yeah. I was deep in my heels again. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Yeah, pin collecting is a very uh, deep, dark uh, hole that you can find yourself in, but with a lot of bright yes. stuff. I mean, at least there's like gold oh, yeah. at the end of the, the tunnel or whatever it is. I've seen some really yeah. great pins lately. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, um, sure. I haven't bought a pin. Don't let Josh know this. Don't let Josh know. I haven't bought a pin, I think, since like April. <laughs> Uh, I'm waiting. You know why? Because I'm, I just can't wait for that free Stormtrooper pin that they're going to send us as a consolation <laughs> for canceling Celebration. I just, there's going to be nothing better than that. Uh, but That's no, all you're waiting on. Yeah. No, I, I really, I haven't bought a pin in a very long time. Um, but I've come across really great ones. Mm-hmm. I really should start posting what I see on our SW Friends show on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. I got to get that out there. So, hey, we're back. This is uh, our first weekly, just regular episode in quite a long time. We just dropped some recent I mean, pretty fantastic interview episodes with Jason Fry and Stephen Ray Morris. So if you're listening now and you haven't caught up on those, those are fantastic episodes. You can find those in our feed right before this episode. So go back and listen if you haven't already. If you have, hopefully you learned a little bit about Jurassic Park. And hopefully you learned a little bit about the creative process of a Star Wars author. So I think that those two interviews were incredibly diverse. Um, mm-hmm. and that just speaks to who we are in the Star Wars friends. That was a heck of a lot of fun. Um, man, we have, I think our, you know, I just, I have an unofficial announcement to celebrate. I don't know what the actual number is. I have to like do some math, but Star Wars know. friends in the last like, month has been streamed over 10,000 times, um, oh my just in the last month. So, um, that I, that's 
insane. Thank you, they everybody. Like us. Yeah. They really like us. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, we do this because we like Star Wars, but it's always satisfying to know that hopefully other people are listening and enjoying and having and feel like they're having conversation too. I mean, that's what it's all about. You can always email us show at starwarsfriends.com. You can connect with us on, on all the social. Um, we would love to drop you into the show questions, audio, you know, whatever you'd like. Uh, but man, thank you to everybody that streamed an episode of star Wars friends. It means a lot to us. Uh, pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Feels oh, yeah. good. Feels good. You know, what doesn't feel so good. Are you doing it? She had to ask, are you doing it? Yeah, I I had to do it. eternal hope that it doesn't happen. We're back to our weekly format here. Oh, it is good music. Okay, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, (laughs) Star Wars Celebration Countdown, only 105 weeks until Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, California, August 18th through the 22nd, 2022. We're almost yep. to the century mark. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm ready. I'm uh, definitely ready. Uh, celebration proper, the one that just got canceled, would have been occurring about two weeks from now. And prior to jumping on the show, we were, I just, I made, I was like, yeah, if it was happening, we would be buried neck deep in, you know, what panels we want to go to. We'd be putting our schedules together. Signing up for lotteries and uh, I'd be experiencing FOMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can put together your wish list, and we would have got you stuff. And you know, um, <laughs> it's you know, we were prepping to do that live podcast poolside from uh, from the hotel pool and all that. And it's mm-hmm. just like you know, we're still we're, you know wearing a mask. It's uh, it's all good. We're all safe here. Um, you know, so whatever. Hey, bottom line is, yeah, they, I think they still did the right thing. There's no regrets. Um, you know, this is it's the right move. Uh, you know, I I was still hoping, and I'm still holding out hope for a virtual celebration of sorts or some type of at least like StarWars.com, you know, live panel with some of the creators. I don't know. I mean. That made most sense to me when they canceled it, that they would come out with an announcement for these type of things. Have either of you heard any um, possibility of that at all? I haven't heard anything. It's like, a, no, not even a scooper has said anything oh, about it. Oh, <laughs> that's surprising no, with how much they like to talk. It's been pretty quiet. I, I think they just kind of elected for the individual vendors or um, event people to like do their own thing. Cause like yeah. Gen Con, did a online if you're into to table gaming gen con did uh like an online thing in final fantasy or uh final fantasy fantasy flight and games released um a bunch of new stuff for armada and legion and all of their tabletop games but um you know and then hasbro's doing their fan friday stuff and uh i think entertainment earth kind of quietly drops some things gentle um, giant Yep, Gentle Giant. Mm-hmm. Like, they're kind of just, they said, all right, we're just going to do our own thing. So I don't know. And then most of the cons, like, we had, uh, what was it, DC? DC did, like, a Comic-Con. DC Fandom. Yeah, they did, <laughs> like, a 22nd. thing. Oh, okay. Um, is, that, is that online? Is that going to be a It is a 24-hour virtual fan experience. Oh, I'm cool. on the Warner Brothers press pass stuff, so, like, I've been getting all the stuff for it. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. But I wish we had that same level of, like, 
communication from right. uh, yeah. Star Wars Celebration because like we more or less know everything that's going to happen on that one. Well, did yeah. you did both of you realize there was actually a San Diego uh, San Diego Comic Con yeah. uh, virtual yes. convention? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like I, it totally passed me by. I mean, my friends were like, "Hey, did you watch anything?" And I was like. No. no. What? What happened? No. I, uh, sorry. <laughs> Honestly, it was very anticlimactic. Because, like, I told my boss I'd cover it for work, and then, like, nothing of note happened. Weird. Hey, there was a Bill and Ted panel. Thank you very oh, much. That, I watched, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. There was true. a Bill and Ted panel. That tra- I got the that new trailer, trailer for that. Yeah, the trailer's sweet. Yeah, I can't wait for that. We're old, so, you know, it just makes sense that we're into that movie. Um, but I, hopefully it reaches a new generation of fans. Who knows? That's uh, what I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see that, though. But, all right. So speaking of all this and the virtual cons and all the, the you know, how, how you spoke to it, to your point, Justin, the, the vendors doing their own thing. I did pick up a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive uh, from Gentle Giant, two of them, actually. So I got the Boba Fett bust, um, and then I got the, the, the child in the chair with the little mm. ball. I just oh, yeah. I, w- I went ahead and splurged. Those are the only two things that I saw that were San Diego Comic-Con that I thought were interesting i really honestly haven't seen any other uh exclusives that i can remember there were some like tiki mm-hmm. mugs and yeah, I, the tiki mugs the baby the mm-hmm. the child tiki do people mugs. do any of you know anybody that just buys tiki mugs like i know is that a one thing? person on twitter that buys the disney tiki mugs and they bought them as soon as they dropped wild mm-hmm. wild that's something i could never get into collecting because the price point mm-hmm. is really outrageous it reminds me of like uh there, my my mom of all people. She, you know, I come from a collecting family. People always ask me like, "How'd you get into collecting?" Oh, you want to hear like an hour long <laughs> story? Let's go. Uh, but my mom collects these Madame Alexander dolls. If you're familiar with them, it's yes, uh, yeah, intimately, ver- I have one. Yeah, yeah. So she's got a, you know, she's got like all the all the old IPs from back in the day, but it's just prohibitively expensive if you're just trying to get into it now. And you're like, oh, I want to go back and get all these sets. Oh my god. <laughs> Like they're so expensive. That's how I feel about tiki mugs. Um, well, what what am I gonna do with that Millennium Falcon punch bowl? Like, how many times am I gonna make a drink that big for Never. myself at home? Like, all right, I here mean, we go. Who uses punch bowls right. to begin with? Right. I mean, right. Like right. Maybe like, once a year to show off. Like I get it. Like if you're hosting like a luau party or something, yeah. and you want to impress, then roll those tiki mugs out there, right? And yeah. do a whole Star Wars luau, which would be pretty tight. But but then like, if somebody breaks it, you're out. Like, right. Right. Your right. Yeah, right. that's a problem. So yeah, those things are wild. And as you, I think Justin, you sent a message about this. It was a huge misstep that they did not include a Count Dooku from yes. Clone Wars as a tiki mug, which we have talked about on this show extensively. I, t- I tried to tag the maker in that too. Cause I was like, Hey guys, this is a prime opportunity. Clone Wars Dooku <laughs> tiki mug. How have you not made this yet? Uh, we got to get I into this I can't remember game. the name. Um, but yes, I tagged them on it too. Yeah. It's too yeah. Funny. We have to get into the tiki mug game. We just for that, <laughs> just for that. We just got to sell the Count Dooku. We we'll just make on one. That's all you yeah, got to do. Ju- Just make one. You're good. That's all you need. So, all right. So no summer exclusives for any of you. Um, so that's underwhelming. That's weird considering they probably made a ton of merch. Well, you know. I, so I picked up the – all right. So Entertainment Earth had a Clone Wars pin set, which was um, – there's like a Clone Wars logo ba- uh, pin. There's an Ahsoka, a Rex, and the 332nd Trooper in it so it's like four pins in one set it was like 20 or 30 bucks i think i bought that and it says entertainment earth exclusive on it so i'm wondering if that was what they were going to have at Mm. celebration and then just said well Mm. you know we already got a made 
we're not going to sell them there, so let's just do it online. Yeah. So they kind of yeah. kind of quietly threw that one out there on social media, and I was like, ooh, okay. I, I know that. Hot Topic had some celebration stuff. Really? Um, yeah, I dropped it in the the group chat, but there it was not anything earth shattering. It was like a messenger bag, a cooler set, and then a couple other like larger like convenience items mm. um, that had uh, my friend Jason Palmer's art on it the one that does the big banners oh for cool yeah year. yeah it had his art on it and that was like the only thing i saw interesting yeah that's uh that's wild there's all those really great vendors like heroes and villains uh mm-hmm. they usually have some pretty good merch drops around yep. that time del rey should have a couple exclusives obviously her universe should have a, a stockpile of of goods that were prepared for celebration i would be i would be shocked if we didn't hear something in the next week or two about how this I merch is going to get rolled out. I do mm-hmm. wonder, though, how far out production was able to be halted. Because if they started planning the closure of Celebration months before we got the notification, if any of those producers had issues with their chain of processing. Well, right. you know, I'm not a scooper. And I don't, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not, on, I'm not on social media trying to get likes and follows for dropping uh, knowledge that I have or may not have. Uh, but I will, here's the thing. I, I said it on this show two months before the official cancellation. Like, like, listen, I knew that celebration was being canceled two months before. I just, I'm not going to say how or why, but yes, I knew it was being canceled. So at least they got a, a good two months before the official cancellation, which was three months. So yeah, they had about five months cycle to, to really wind down. But, uh, some of that stuff, I mean, like Hasbro specifically, you know, their stuff is so time consuming to manufacture clothes are easy. That's my, that's literally my industry. Clothes are very easy to, to just stop and and, kind of, but you know, Ashley Eckstein and her universe, they do a lot of custom cut and sew. Like, uh, one of my favorite hoodies is the Anakin Skywalker hoodie that came out a few years ago. And that is completely custom. Uh, which, from a manufacturing standpoint, would take a very long time. So who knows? We'll see. Um, I, you know, I know that GameStop has been putting out a lot of good exclusives this year. Very happy with what they've been dropping. And Entertainment Earth has been really good. Amazon will probably have a couple more exclusives in the bag for for the next uh, month or so. But we'll see what comes on. I hope Del Rey does have something special in store for the book readers, and maybe a special jacket and a pin or something like that. But uh, you know, we'll see. I. Who knows? Who knows? It's a wild world. It's a it's a crazy it really year. Uh, you never know. So, one of the things that was, um, I guess, a casualty of COVID era twenty twenty was the release of the High Republic novelization, Light of the Jedi. Uh, that is the book written by Charles Soule. That was supposed to come out this, I believe, soon. It was supposed to come out in August of this year, and it was pushed back to January fifth, twenty twenty one. So. That is one of the first casualties of a Star Wars launch that's being pushed back into the new year. Charles Soule's very open about it on Twitter. He's very proud of the work, very proud of everything going on, but it's an unfortunate uh, misstep. I was really hoping to get that novel. That I'm really, really jazzed on High Republic. Another casualty is the uh, Mandalorian novelization. Oh, that's right. Um, because that was supposed to come out in December. I'd already got email confirmation about when I'd get my reader, and they pushed it to questionable date of sometime next year. You know what wasn't so, a casualty of COVID sad. era? Was the art of the Rise of Skywalker book, which uh, just somehow came out magically like five months after the movie <laughs> dropped. So 
that was not uh, COVID related. <laughs> it was just a glaring hole in there launch schedule so um moving on moving on i don't want to i don't want to listen you know let's talk about happy things like the mandalorian i am so happy emmy nominations i am so happy um (laughs) i'm so happy um no i don't want to i don't want to take time on rise of skywalker uh let yeah you're right mandalorian 15 emmy nominations I was watching Good Morning America the, the day that the Emmy nominations were being uh, Leslie Jones had went out and she she I don't know whatever they do presented them virtually and Good Morning America who is owned by Disney on ABC was like yeah it's a shame Mandalorian's not going to get any Emmy nominations it's just uh, you know it's a shame and they kept talking about it and then three hours later I checked my phone and it's fifteen Emmy I'm like yeah that makes sense to me it has to be it has to be the most streamed show on a streaming platform mm-hmm. over well, the last year. The thing that's year. so crazy was that they did not do a real campaign like everybody expected them to do a campaign there was a bunch of articles in like Variety and a couple of the other like entertainment sources that were like oh this would be really revolutionary if this gets like any acting nominations because usually you have to actually see the actor and especially with mm-hmm. the unique situation which is the Mandalorian being played by three different people ah. um, there's a lot of because um, I know that some I'm you know a SAG member so right. I vote in the awards every year and there's been a lot of like conversations about that about can we nominate the Mandalorian does that even qualify so I was truly shocked to see the number of Emmy nominations that it got considering they didn't do like a very big campaign, like one ad. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one that got me, no, no offense to one of my favorite actors of all time, but the one Giancarlo Esposito gets an outstanding guest nomination. Really? (laughs) I I mean, mean, okay. Of all of the things that he's done, that's like his, Mm. his, yeah. What? Like, no, I mean, he was literally, in the show for a combined two and a half minutes, yes, made some impact, but I think the character made an impact. Giancarlo hasn't had a chance to act yet. I mean, he had that, that he had that little dialogue that back and forth, right. but Hey man, whatever he got it. So let's see what happens. I know that obviously he'll have a huge role as Moff Gideon in season two, or yeah. maybe not. I feel so like obvious. he's, he's really hitting his stride with like shows here recently. Oh, for sure. He's been in Dear White People. He's doing the what is it, Far Cry video mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's everywhere. The mm-hmm. one, the one that did not surprise me was outstanding character voiceover performance, <laughs> Taika Waititi for IG Eleven. Come on, yes. that is a shoot. That should be a shoe in. I don't know what the other nominees are for that category, but that should be a shoe in because be him. It has oh to my, be him. <laughs> it was so it was such an original voice. I mean, the fact that. You you can ro- you can put a robot effect on a New Zealand accent. I've never heard that before. I loved it so much, and it was just funny. Uh, Taika Waititi's just a naturally funny human, and IG Eleven was one of my favorite components of that entire show. So I hope that we- hope that wins. It has to win for outstanding special visual effects. There's yeah. no way, dude. Yeah. I would lose my mind if it would not win that. And that's the thing that scratched my head is like when, when Good Morning America was like, oh, it's a shame, Mandalorian. Oh, man, they're really going to miss an opportunity. I was like, what? Maybe they jumped the gun a little bit. The, but it has them. It literally has revolutionized special it, effects. Yeah. It, it's, it it's because the, uh, none of the awards 
like Hollywood Award academies and groups, no, nobody has ever taken science fiction seriously. And they've never taken fantasy seriously. Yeah, I mean, that's look true. At that's all, true. Star Wars never gets awards. Walking Dead. It's Walking music. Dead never gets Walking added. Walking Dead. Yep. Even Game of Thrones kind of gets, you know, people turn their nose up to it when it gets nominated. Like, there's there's so many times that it's not taken seriously. Somebody will take mm -hmm. uh, Big Little Lies over a Star Wars serial any right. day. So I think that they genuinely were not expecting it. But, I mean, look, we've all been trapped in the house. I'm sure everybody's watched The Mandalorian yeah. at this point. Yeah. I mean, look mm -hmm. at the numbers that came out during the oh, Disney crazy. call. Oh, crazy. Crazy. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you got best sound, you got sound editing, or I'm sorry, musical composition. Then you have sound editing, prosthetic makeup, sound mixing, stunt coordination, outstanding sci-fi fantasy costumes, cinematography, production design, children's program. What do we can? No, wait, hang on. Back up. Back up. That's what? for uh, resistance. resistance. Right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How did that get in there? Uh, but it did get nominated for Outstanding Drama Series. Um, I don't think it'll win the Drama Series category, to your point, Maggie. Uh, yeah. Just they won't take it that seriously. But every other one of these categories, I would love to see who would beat this this show. because I really hope it sweeps. I would love to see it sweep. And for Star Wars to finally be taken seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so we got, we got about a month. It comes out. Uh, winners are going to be announced on September 20th. So... We'll see what happens. That, that was pretty cool. That is a nice piece of positive news right there for Star Wars. Another thing I found super interesting uh, is this new Galaxy's Edge game that's going to come out for yes. Oculus. And Maggie, you just picked up the Oculus. I want to talk about that in a little bit. So I want to get your review on Vader Immortal. Let's hold tight. It's been a while. Uh, we've wanted to do this for a minute. But so Oculus is the VR headset that you can get. There's two different versions. And... They do have a license agreement with Star Wars. They put out Vader Immortal, but they are going to be dropping Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge. And what appealed to me about this, because right away I'm like, okay, now I got to buy Oculus. It's to take you back to Galaxy's Edge from the comfort of your living room. So if you are like me, obsessed and want to go back as often as possible, now that you've actually been there, it would be a really nice, uh, you know, touchstone to have. Like whenever I just felt like it. It's just like a Tuesday night, miserable in COVID era. All right, I just need to pick me up. Let me strap on the headset and get lost at Galaxy's Edge for a couple hours. That would just be absolutely incredible. So I'm so happy they're doing it. But one of the things I found interesting about that is this Seasley Axe Cantina that is, that is part of this that isn't currently at Galaxy's Edge. And there is a lot of steam right now inside the Disney circle. I'm no stranger to Disney, and I've, I'm not shy about talking about my love for Disney. Um, Justin and I are actually wearing Mickey Mouse t-shirts right now. You can't see us. Yeah. Uh, not planned either. Not, not planned. planned either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Disney, so I, you know, I'm pretty... Hmm. As much as I'm in tune with Star Wars news and, and all that, I'm just as in tune with Disney... A lot of steam right now about adding a second cantina at Galaxy's Edge based on I this. I hope they do. That would be yeah. good. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes so much sense because if you've if you've been to Oga's Cantina, you like there's no better there you don't get a better experience than that. You are literally that is when you're living Star Wars because the the bartenders, the servers, they're all actors, they're all in character, and it is an absolutely unreal experience. So if they can duplicate that in another form or make like a rogues den, like Seasley X, I don't know what Seasley X Cantina is. I guess I'm going to have to just wait for the game to drop, but I hope it's like, hopefully a, it's a hive of villainy. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, the, the photo that's out there shows it overlooking the Falcon from mm-hmm. from Aspire. So I, you know, they got they got real estate up there. It would make sense. There's a lot when you walk through Batu, there's a lot of staircases that lead up to second stories and you don't know what's up there. So that should be interesting. I don't know. It's something to think about. Uh, I'm definitely listen. It, I'll talk Galaxy's Edge all day. I, well, and right now, don't they have a like one hour limit? If you're at Oga, don't you go Correct. in and like you can only be there for an hour. So if they open up another cantina, maybe that more takes people. that hour long. Yep. Yeah, you can stay longer, have more drinks, spend a lot more money. Exactly. And well, that's then a thing. you move on. It's a cash cow for sure. I dropped. Oof. A lot of money uh, when I, I was there. So much money. <laughs> um, uh, I think. I think. Um, what? What? Between the two of us, my my fiance and I, we had uh, four drinks and three food mm-hmm. items, and yeah, it's a lot and, of cash. Then, and we hit and we hit the hour limit. It's like, you yeah. know. But uh, I think if they open up a second cantina, it would definitely give more people that type of intimate Star Wars experience, which would be huge. Let's just let's see what happens. Let's uh, let's take it day by day. Mm-hmm. One thing that is over though, Jedi Temple Challenge. That the the series the, like the I don't want to make it, the I don't want to make it sound so dramatic. It's just the season. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was wait, doing some dramatic pauses here. No, just the season is over. I still have only watched an episode, so I'm not gonna go back and watch the rest of it. Uh, Maggie, did you did you watch an episode? No, Justin has. Maggie, have you watched mm-hmm. one? No, I haven't watched any. That's yet. okay. That's okay. I just interact with his posts because he seems so happy about the show and like the whole cast and crew and like everybody seems really excited about it. So yeah, been Scott, supportive. Scott Scott Bromley is one of the creators of that show, and and I follow Scott on Twitter. He's definitely jazzed. Yeah, everyone everyone's jazzed on that show. I'm just uh, an old guy, so it's. I'm, I'm just waiting until like football season because if we don't have football, then I'm gonna need something to watch. So I'll Some just competitive watch sports. those for my. You're right. That'll yeah. be my competitive <laughs> sports and. Hey, you guys want to come over and watch Jedi Temple Challenge? <laughs> Put some money it's on just it, like maybe. Football. <laughs> right, like right. Get some gambling going on. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you know, um, so I turned to that Hoth Ice Planet Adventure game. Speaking of competitive sports, that's that retro re-release uh, board game mm-hmm. from Empire Strikes Back. Ended up, I, I thought it was going to be a miserable game. You know, just some like slog of a game. It's actually a lot of fun. Have you been able to yeah. crack it open, Justin? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I mean, it's opened. I just haven't had a chance to play it yet. So. It's actually a lot of fun. I, I can't wait till I can have people over. I mean, it, it's a great, four, it would be a great four to six player game. Mm. Doesn't take that long. It's actually, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's, it's perfect. Like there's these cool little cards you flip over, you know, it's like a game of chance a little bit. Um, but you spin this old spinner. I mean, oh my God, a a 15 year old kid now would be like, what is this? They'd be like, who would play this? Like, even I was kind of like, oh, this is going to take too long, you know? Uh, but the, the round that we played lasted about 35 minutes and it was a hell of a lot of fun. So if anyone gets a chance to pick up the Hoth Ice Planet Adventure game, I think it's still only like 15 bucks on Amazon might be less mm-hmm. now. It's it's a lot of fun plus it comes with that retro Luke uh figure with the visor which I love, super fun figure. I don't like the retro line but I, that figure no. is pretty sweet. That figure is pretty sweet cuz it doesn't exist in the Kenner line. So I'll take it all day. something. Hey Star Wars friends, it's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and the resident John Williams 1%er. Do you want to be a John Williams 1%er like me? 
Well, here's a piece of Jordan Williams trivia to help you push up your glasses at the other 99%. Did you know that John Williams has 52 Academy Award nominations in his career to date? The only other person with more nominations is some guy named Walter Disney? Never heard of the guy. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. Hey, I'm Jason Pride. Thanks for listening to Star Wars Friends Podcast. Hello there. I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, hey, hey, Obi-Wan. Um, you good there? You good there, bud? What do you mean, my friend? I'm, I'm, I'm just introducing myself in the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Well, yeah, but um, you do know that you're me and, and, and I'm you. How do you mean, my friend? Well, you know, I'm, I'm voice acting you, the voice, kind of live up in my head. Right, but I'm... Master Obi-Wan, can you just let him do his bit? Like, I, I don't think you see what he's trying to do here. Like, what he's telling you is that you live in a space in this kid's brain, this little 18-year-old's brain, and you're not actually real. I, I fail to see how that's the reality, Anakin. Frankly, I'm, I'm confused. Well, well yeah, Obi-Wan, I, I get that you're confused. Can we just cut to the... Uh, no, no, my friend, I need to figure this out. By the end of this podcast, I will have figured out who I am, what I want, what I'm going to do. R- right, no, no, I, I get it. I do. Um, I, I just think you're kind of dragging this little section on, like, a long time. Probably longer than the Star Wars Friends podcast wants it to go. Well, do, do look, I, 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 I... Obi-Wan, you're confused. I get it. These are confusing times. Unprecedented, maybe. I'm sure you've heard that word before, and you'll probably hear it a billion more times. Master Obi-Wan, I think what he's trying to say is that you should just be happy to be here on the Star Wars Friends podcast. It's a good day to be a Star Wars friend. Can we just, like, move on, please? Well, uh, all right, Anakin. I suppose that would be a, a good idea. <laughs> hey, I'm Kevin Cabral, and you're watching the Star Wars Friends show. Happy to be a Star Wars friend. Questions and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on and make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars friends. All right, so Justin, you have a little bit of news about Hasbro. What's going on over there? So Hasbro put a a post up on social media to promote Hasbro Fan Friday on August 21st. Um, Supposedly they will have uh, some some big announcements on there. I am hoping that it is potentially the HasLab uh, that we are looking for. I, I know they said it would be August, September sometime, so late August is right in between. So. Yeah. Seems like a perfect time to get it out there. Um, don't know what it's going to be. Have my hopes set on something really, really awesome, and hopefully that's the case. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, we'll see what they come out with then too. So I know they've got a lot of other figures 
uh, to kind of promote and share that are coming out. Um, so we'll see what they've put out there. Yeah, I, I love those Hasbro Pulse emails. Every time I get one, I'm like, oh, this is it. Oh, no, it's just some weird, like, X-Men figure. Or, oh, no, it's some weird, you know. I've yeah. been desperately waiting for this HasLab drop. Now, it, we've discussed this on our show, and we came up with a bunch of different theories of what it could be. I will be deeply, deeply disappointed if it not if it is not a Black Series scale. Not Black Series. Oh, my God, that would be insane. Six <laughs> Three and three quarter scale yeah. ghost. I will be oh. disappointed if it's anything but that. I have seen people put a bunch of different things on on the internet, what they think it is. Nothing has been as cool as our thought that it could be the ghost. It's like yeah. pretty everything else is pretty predictable. Like, oh, they're gonna redo the um you know, they're gonna redo the Death Star playset. Like, yeah, I said yeah. When I said that, I was like, you know. No, that's boring as hell. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, like, right. Why would anyone want that? It just updated version. We already, we just got a, a Legacy Falcon re-release in the Smuggler's Run Falcon, which is, which is pretty sweet. You know, I did, I was kind of knocking it a little bit because I just, I have the Legacy Falcon and I'm like, what can they do to upgrade it? The sound effects are pretty cool. I think it does have a couple different paint washes than the, than the Falcon that I have, but I wasn't willing to drop 400 on it. It just wasn't. It's, um. That is my birthday present, early birthday Happy present. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked Kate, I was like, Happy this birthday. goes up for pre-order, I'm getting it. And she's like, okay, <laughs> that's your birthday present. I was like, all right, fine. Um, but no, it's it's like, watch. I watched that video for it, and there's like a little switch on it that allows you to switch yes. between the vintage uh, sound bites with like 3PO and stuff to the new stuff with Hondo and Chewie yeah. and whatever else. And um, the little ramp coming down makes noise now, and I'm yeah. like, all right, that's pretty tight. So I'm I'm excited for it. I I don't have one, but uh, it may not leave the box. So yeah, maybe that's know. the thing. If if I didn't have the Legacy Falcon, I might have I might have been interested in it. But it's like, yeah, I don't right. know. It, it's already three and a half feet long. It's sitting on a wall right now. Like I don't have I really don't have room for another one. Like that's well, just you know. Well, and the Legacy Falcon's going for so much money right now. Like people are close to a thousand dollars on that thing no like, if you can't afford yes, no if you can't afford like a full complete one done in box like, some new in box yeah oh, like okay. some of the okay. parts are going for 30 to 40 dollars a piece that's no but surprise. if you yeah so if you can't swing that then the 400 dollars price point for the newer version of it seems a little bit more yeah. reasonable yeah yeah so let's speculate a little bit we so haslab they just dropped the x-men sentinel which oversold their projection. They hit every single benchmark. They, yeah. I don't even know how many thousands of those they sell. It was a $300 price point, and you get the 21-inch X-Men Sentinel, which is a great character, great mm-hmm. figure. Everything about that was fantastic. So $300 was their most recent. I'm just, I'm just going off of like what just dropped. So if we say $300, I don't think you can justify a three and three quarter scale ghost with phantom for 300. That would, it would have to be 400, $500 for that. Um, I would think, you know, so keeping it at $300, what would they, what could they drop that would be interesting for, for three hundred dollars, it's gonna be a a Wampa cave with real blood guts, like <laughs> oh, uh, just like yeah. a gooey no, some tauntauns um, that have like jelly <laughs> right, bellies, and you right. squeeze it, and the slime comes out. Like um, Luke will have a little magnet on his foot, you can like attach him to the ceiling, like, <laughs> like <you> just 
stick them up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, you know, what would it be? I don't even know. I mean, I'm not paying $300 for an ATSD. Somebody had put up um, this kind of cross section of Yavin 4, like the big temple oh, tower, sweet. and was like, somebody looked at it and was like, what is this? And it's like, well, it's a cross section of the rebel base on Yavin 4 as a play set. That could be pretty cool because you, if you make it big enough for like the 3.75, ah. right, then you could put your Y-Wings in there, your Harrison Dula walking around. Yeah, you can do you Rogue can, One. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like you can make it multi-leveled very much, very similar to what they did with ah. um, the Death Star playset or um, the uh, the Star Destroyer. Sorry, yeah. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you could make it multi-leveled like that, but have it be the rebel base on Yavin Four, which would be something new. It's not a, a you know rehash that would be of new. something that would old. Be new. It would be something new. Um, but I think I think they had so much success with Jabba's sail barge and a vehicle. Yeah. I, I think they'll in the card, you know, for Yak Face. Um, I think they'll do it again. I, I it's too too hard not to. I really I really hope. Fingers fingers crossed. It's Ghost with a with a callus card you know a cal a callus figure in there would be so cool um you know or whatever any of the any of the characters i think oh, agent yeah. callus would be just like super bizarre yeah but all right would you pay three hundred dollars for a scale three and three quarter scale gorilla walker from the last jedi probably yes i would yeah. not i don't think i would not for 300 it's like so it. over my price point for toys. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm seeing. What what can we get you to spend three hundred dollars right. on? That's what Haslab is all about. Like they gotta find the right toy for the right price point. You know what you could get me to spend three hundred dollars on? A full like the Mandalorian, the child, uh Kara, IG eleven, uh with the Razor Us? Crest? Razor Crest. Yeah, yeah. Three, I three, can three, do three that. Like, all of them in the Razor Crest, so, I'd totally drop 300 for that. $300 for a scale Razor Crest would be a no-brainer. I think that would be... Yeah. That would be huge. That would be awesome, especially if you get all those carbonite blocks from episode one. He had all those carbonite, uh, the frozen mm -hmm. bounties. Man, that would be super slick. Well, and what? they've put out the 3.75 of the Mando and Kara, but like, you, so it would have to be like an obscure character. It'd right? probably be like, Mithril, so, so uh, Horatio Sands' character from episode one. Uh, <laughs> you could actually like stick him in the carbonite, yes, <laughs> like yes. like the little folding case. Yeah. Yes, that would be cool. But maybe Moff Gideon or um, Quill. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, Omera. Yeah. Or yeah. the three, like a three point seven five IG eleven. Oh, sick. Um, sick. But oh, yeah. yeah, there's there's or grief. Because I don't, oh, don't grief card. I don't think they yeah. put grief card. Hell out yeah, yet. that so, would be yeah. interesting. That three hundred dollar price point for that would be cool. I'd go up to four hundred for a Razor Crest plus a couple yeah. figs. Oh, um, let's sweet. see. Would you spend three hundred dollars on a updated Ewok Village? Anybody in the market for an Ewok Village? Nah, I'd probably stick with the original because it's yeah. way cheaper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's way cheaper. Completely, than that. I mean, like, yeah. even just it's basic. So I I don't know that I would do that. Um. I don't know. It's a hard one. Yeah, a clone transport and a transport ship, maybe a, an arc ship, um, a gunship or something like that. I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's so crazy to speculate on. But w Maggie, so you say the Mandalorian set would be your? Is that your dream set? Like you, like you would spend money on that, or is there another toy? Because Justin and I, obviously, we have skin in the game. 
Like we're yeah. like we're in this. You're you're yes. you're not as deep as I'm we so are. Not deep. Yeah. So what is the what is something? Is it the Razor Crest? Which is cool because I'm all in on that one. But is there a dream toy that you've always wanted in Star Wars that doesn't exist? Oh God, that's a great question. Um, for the longest time, the only action figures I had were Phantom Menace. Like I had a lot of Phantom Menace action figures, but I played with them, so they're not yeah. all here anymore. Um, I feel like the Razor Crest because I'm working on redoing my bedroom for my collectibles, and I have a whole shelf that's completely empty. Yeah, and I feel like like the Razor Crest would fit perfectly right there. Sweet. Um, and also something Rogue One related. Like those are the two. Ah. The two aspects of Star Wars that I'm like the most obsessed with. Yeah, like a Cassian U wing with. Yes. I actually, you're, you're, I can't believe I did this. I passed up on the K2 figure on the peg. I saw a K2 vintage oh. collection figure on the peg, and I was like, you know what? No, I'll get it later. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure man. I'm never going to see it again. It's a gorgeous figure. Um, it is. I was, I've seen that one. I was literally running in and out of the store, though. I was, like, not in the mood to toy shop. I know it sounds crazy. First time ever. But I... People are scary when they're not wearing masks. And they it are. still That's why happens. I have not gone to Target. Yeah, and it That's still why happens. I'm relying on you guys to find Mandalorian and Kara <laughs> in hey, the hot tip. Hot tip. Uh bestbuy.com or Best Buy stores have Kara Dunes generally. Uh um, but do they have the the three and three quarters? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Do they have Mando though? No. Nobody has Mando. You had to get that in the first wave. Caradunes are still available on Best Buy. Should be on BestBuy.com, or you can find them for pickup in stores. So is there any other news that we want to cover? Is there anything else going on in Star Wars? I feel like, man, I've been out of the loop. So am I missing anything, or has it just been a very slow news cycle? There's a lot of fake news out there. There's been so <laughs> much fake news. Well, that's no, <laughs> that's no. Does that count? <laughs> you know, that's that Star Wars and, and fake news go hand in hand. Um, you know, because these scoopers, man. Okay. I mean, you didn't hear you didn't hear Danny DeVito is going to be playing a uh, live live action Blue Snaggletooth on season two <laughs> of Mandalorian. <laughs> yes, I thought he would have been Clill's like yeah. long lost lover, Ugnot, like just. She burns Quill's body on a pyre, goes back to that planet. <laughs> Seeks no, vengeance. These, you know, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, thank you, because it's a and private profile. It's nice profile. locked account. Yes. At, uh, yeah, oh. at No One Is Chris. Man, it's so, it's such a pleasant feeling, y'all, to have a private account. Oh, it's so quiet. <laughs> it's so quiet. <laughs> um, but I will say I have been very... What what is Josh? What does Josh always call me out on? Subtweet. I've been subtweeting a lot about scoopers, because there's because I listen. What are you doing? Like, do you have information or not? Like, stop passing out fake information, especially if it's just to boost your ego or your profile or to get you more followers or whatever. Like, it's just disingenuous and it actually hurts the community overall. Um, you know, really, it does because it creates so much like. Uh, like uproar and everyone's like excited and then there's like this like plateau of emotions and then everybody's sad and then everyone's angry and everyone's fighting and then it's like right just what stop. is that community gif uh, when he comes back in and everything's on fire and he's like holding oh, yes. the pizza like what did i miss yeah that's every time there's there's false scoop it's yeah. pandemonium yeah so so i mean we've said it many times on this show be careful who you follow be careful the sources 
you know, check your sources. We've said that every time a rumor drops and just doesn't come true. And I don't know how many hundreds of rumors have happened over the last 45 episodes that we've done on the Star Wars Friends. Hundreds of rumors, literally. And that's all they are. So be careful before you invest emotions mm-hmm. and really get your your hopes up. Understand where these things are coming from. These quote-unquote scoopers, they're they're just trying to get your like and your follow on social media to boost their egos. I mean, really, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. They So be careful with what you're doing. These clickbait sites, you should know them by now, hopefully. If it's not on StarWars.com, if it's not put out by an actual blue checkmark creator, be wary. Be very, very yeah. wary. Don't buy the hype. Check your sources. That's all I got to say. Um, don't listen to me and saying Danny DeVito is going to be in it. That's not no. yet. No, yeah. <laughs> no, don't I fact checked. That's incorrect. The uh, only leaker you should ever trust is, uh, what is it? The Burger King Germany commercial. Oh, yes. That leaked the yes. entire plot of the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yes. I, that will, that I think will go down in history as my favorite moment in Star Wars. <laughs> because even like the story team were like, no, there's no way for them to know what's happening. And I'm like, you sure? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be careful out there. It's a it's a wild, wild world. People are bored. And with with really, I mean, let's, let's be honest, too. There's not a lot of Star Wars news, like bona fide news. Yes, there's a right. lot of stuff going on. But in the hypersensitive world that we live in today, people want something every day newsflash it's not the reality yeah. dude like you it actually is more refreshing when you get an announcement every two weeks or a month and it's just like oh cool it's really exciting rather than have your timeline pounded with disinformation and things like that so i'm mm-hmm. so glad those mandalorian casting rumors came and gone oh my god i was about so ready many. just to, like i was ready day. i was gonna set social media on fire yeah. you know just... it was it was so funny too because um i listened to the disney investor call and they mentioned like you know the mandalorians coming out in october because they've said that the last investors call and multiple news agencies have reported that and still people were like breaking news the mandalorian's coming out in october (laughs) and everyone's like retweeting it and i'm like first of all they used a picture from a boba fett legends comic and everyone thought it was official art yes i i swear to god everybody thought it was actual news it made it onto the star wars leaks reddit page Ugh. and three different news agencies picked it up and everyone was like that's a boba fett legends comic are you that stupid like oh my god yeah yeah the- and it was fa- it was the fandom menace that was doing it of course oh why yeah why not why not why not you know the scoops and leakers the leakers are the other the other sub fandom that side. i just like oh my goodness listen if you're if you're if you're into that type of stuff you listen to star wars friends that's cool that's cool i personally can't deal with leaks, but I have never changed my stance on that with any, any yeah. fandom. I I've just been want a leaker it. before, so Ugh, I don't want to know. I never want to see Robert Pattinson in the Batman costume. Like I don't want, dude, don't hey, show me anything. Look, nothing. The director posts that. That's well, that, the thing you know, that I like about him is he actually posts his own. Like, okay. He knows my, it's going to come out. Let me get ahead of the curve. Asterisk caveat. If the creator posts it, then I'm cool with it. Like John oh, Favreau yeah. the posting ice. the Camtona or John, John Favreau posting that Gamorrean bust. Hopefully we'll see a Gamorrean in the next season, but that's it, them promoting their own stuff. I mean, Zack Snyder just put out, um, uh, apparently they updated Steppenwolf from, uh, oh, that's right. League. That's so right. it's a new step and he put it out there and I'm like, okay, well that's fine. You, like I get it. You're promoting your 
second version of yeah, this movie, so it's cool. Yeah, but those behind-the-scenes photos that get leaked from the sets and things like that, yeah. like, I'm personally not into them. If you're into them, okay, just be careful with how you share because there's a lot of people that don't want to see that stuff, so don't go around and just post that stuff, but there's and a big difference. And sometimes that can cause things to change, like, if stuff actually leaks from yeah, it's true. sets. Um, yep. There was just a, a news story this week that talked about somebody leaking back early 2000s that Arwen was supposed to fight in the final battle in yeah, Lord of right. the Rings and Peter Jackson cut it because people got so pissy about it that he just he pulled that entire scene yeah. and it looked like it was going to be so cool because there was like pictures somebody had taken yeah. on set yeah. and I was just like you see guys you can ruin things by leaking like it, <laughs> it's <time>. not cool <laughs> big time and then you look stupid because you've leaked something that gets cut and then like your it do- doesn't happen yeah yeah it's yeah. not good it's leaking yep. is a very um very hyper specific like practice like i i definitely learned a lot when i was doing it like i was in college and getting like news from a set like on the other side at a different country like right right you have to be so careful and uh, currently the way that people are scooping on twitter like i don't want to assume people's intentions but it's very much like, oh, look at me. I know something you don't know, and I'm gonna right, be really vague right. about it. So you're gonna like my post, and you're gonna like try to contact me and get you know information out of me, and I have yes. like the upper hand, and that's just not cool. Like, not cool. It doesn't help the community. And I mean, at the end of the day, we should be trying to be a community and like sharing things together. Right. That's all good points. That's a you, very well said. Uh, that is so true. That's how I feel too. And a lot of the scoops, I, I'll get off the scoops thing. I I'm like one step off the, I'm like on the box right now. I'm stepping off. Um, the scoops We've all thing, been there before. A lot yeah. of these scoops. Yeah. No shit. Like you can connect the dots. <laughs> like I get it, dude. Like literally you can follow breadcrumbs. Good job. Congratulations. You've literally just like pieced together pre-existing data in like a, in a, you, like a very common sense way. Thank you very much. And if it's already been reported on the Hollywood reporter and then you bring it up two days later, you didn't break the news. <laughs> you did not break the news. I'm sorry to tell you that, but yeah, a lot of the scoops, the reason, the reason I initially got annoyed was the fact that it's like, congratulations you can literally like piece together articles over a period of a year or two good job you're great you know so anyways i'm off i stepped off now i'm back on soil i'm good um clearly we don't really have a direction for today's episode this is a shoot from the hip episode we've been all over the place here uh it's like all right let's let's kind of refocus here um let's go to a segment to find our inner balance here <laughs> Your lightsabers will make a fine addition to my collection. So, Justin, hit us off. What do you? What did you get into recently? Well, I. Uh, so, all of my pre-orders are still coming in <laughs> from like four months ago or whatever. Um, the carbonized Vader came in. Mm. Um, I don't. And I don't. So like, you did get a, the carbonized Vader. Yeah, I took a picture okay. of it and I posted it on uh, Facebook. But like, mm-hmm. it, it's all blue. He is all blue, and and you know I thought it was gonna look weird, hmm. like because he's uh, for a character that's traditionally just all black with some you know LED lights on him. I thought it was gonna look weird, and it's actually surprisingly pretty, pretty beautiful. Like I was actually surprised. So that came in. Um, I'll try to take a better picture of it and get it up there, but like you really gotta have like an LED light or something on it to like really see the blue. Yeah. Otherwise, it just looks like black. But uh, it turned out pretty good. Um, the Black Series 
Uh, Snowspeeder finally came in from um, Big Bad Jealous. Toy Store. Jealous. Yeah, I'm still is. waiting for mine. It's oh, still delayed. It's huge. Um, it is a big ship. Like, really now, big. <laughs> I'm going to ask for a spoiler. Because mm-hmm. I have been, my mine was supposed to be delivered a month ago, and it's just I still don't have a, a estimated Uh-oh. arrival date. Well, I got it through Entertainment Earth, and they're mm-hmm. usually really good about it. But for whatever reason, I don't still don't have an arrival date. Is Dak in a Black Series box or is he on a card back? I, I don't know. You're speaking to a guy who doesn't take oh, things out of the box. Oh, you didn't even <laughs> take it out of the box. <laughs> No, you're talking to a guy who doesn't take it out of the box. Oh like, my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> that yeah, is, this thing is huge. You man. gotta it's take like, that out. That, that has, has to, to come out of the display. box. Come on, come on. That has to come out of the box. Um, that thing is too beautiful. <laughs> well, and I didn't take that big Black Series Tie Fighter out either. It's still in the box down there. Oh but, my goodness! Mine's sitting right oh behind me. I love um, that Tie Fighter. I don't know if he's on a card back or not. I maybe I will take it out of the box. Yeah, this will be the first yeah. one. You if need to do an unboxing. You could do I've, an I've got a couple I've got to do. Yes. I've got yes. a couple I have to do. Um, but yeah, he that came in. Um, you know, I, I got um I I tell you what, people, if you have not picked up any of these Star Wars mission fleet figures, you're you're just doing a disservice to yourself. Because these things are for the price point are pretty cool. Um the paint on them is great. Um for kids. Uh, it's age four and up, but for kids, all of the like accessories stick on the thing. So like the Ahsoka figure comes with like her little scuba thing and then two lightsabers. The lightsabers stick on the scuba thing. So if you're trying to like transport it somewhere, mm. you're not going to lose the pieces because nice. they're all attached. Nice. So I picked up this um, Mission Fleet uh, Anakin Skywalker Jedi Starfighter. It's the ETA-2. Um, it comes with a little R2-D2 in there. It looks just like the, the regular Hasbro version of it in the full size. Um, the yeah, wings really nice. pop open. Really yeah. Nice. yeah. The wings pop open. Um, and he's got this little like tripod cannon, which the tripod cannon attaches to the ship. So you don't lose the parts. Does that um, cannon have planet killing, uh, destructing <laughs> destructive power? Like the, what the unknown, what is, Oh my God. Rise of Skywalker <laughs> fans going to kill me. The Sith fleet, the final order. They got the yes. planet kill. Is that the same? It is not same quite technology? that big. No, it is not quite that big because that cannon was like strapped to the bottom of a Star hey, who Destroyer. Knows? Who knows? Know. They, but it they, is pretty sizable. Like it's a good that size. That is a mega cannon. Yeah. That is, a, you know. But look at the paint. Like the paint on Anakin is really good. Like pretty the good. face sculpt yeah. is pretty yeah. good for like a kid's one. Um, but all the weapons stick on here. They're, like this one's the biggest of the three vehicles. It's 20 bucks. Um, the figures with the little vehicles are eight bucks, and I think the like the Rex and with the little ATRT and the Obi Wan with the speeder and the Mandalorian with the child and the pod and the speeder is like fourteen ninety nine. Oh, man, I think I'd have to get the Mandalorian. I, yeah. I like. Where did you buy that? I found this at Target. Like Target's oh, putting them out Target on the shelves. Target has a ton and, and, of those. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. think they were supposed to be out I until know. August. I haven't been to Target. Since <laughs> well, you got all those cool Targets on on your side of the country. I know, and I miss it. <laughs> yeah, you they, probably this, have a ton. They of had those. all three. They had uh, this one. There's there's Anakin. There's Luke in his X-wing. I saw the Luke. And there's um, the Darth Vader in his tie tie advanced. Now that um, Anakin, that ETA looks 
like to your point, Justin, looked very similar to the actual toy, the mm-hmm. three and three quarter. The Luke X Wing does not. The no, Luke X Wing does not. Yeah, so I did pass that up on the shelf um, earlier today. Yeah, that's that's why I, pa- I I was like, well, they've already done. I've got X Wings, you know. I've got Tie Fighters. Like I don't, I don't. Yeah, I got X Wings coming but... out of my ears. I got. I mean, yeah. I'm surrounded by Tie Fighters. Yeah. But uh, the Clone War, but the ETA two, I like. It's one of my favorite ships. I'm like, I'll gladly get that. Pick it up. Hopefully, they put more of them out. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, I picked that up. So the Star um, Wars Mission Fleet Falcon is really cool looking too. Oh, they! I saw that today too. I did it's not buy it. It's only forty dollars. That's yeah. I should have. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. The 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 price point on these things is reasonable, and and I there's some people that like kind of scoff at it, and like you don't have to collect all of them, like unless you're a one of the the full line collectors. But get the pieces that you like. I picked up the Ahsoka. I picked up the Boba Fett. Um, I didn't get the Chewie. I didn't get the Clone Trooper. Like for eight bucks though, like that's cheaper than vintage collection figures now at fourteen ninety nine. Absolutely, and they still look pretty good, dude. That, so. You know what? I oh, I should have bought the Falcon when I saw it. I just looked it up. It it it, it does look super nice, and it would fit perfectly on my. I have right? a whole wall of Millennium Falcons, yeah. all different eras, and uh, that would fit perfect. Okay, I might pick that up if so I, I see it. Yep. So I picked that up, and then, as I stated in the beginning of the show, pin collecting has now hit the Oldham household. So I picked up uh, <laughs> Ry- Ryloth Relics put out a wolf uh, logo pin. It's literally just the wolf head, um, yeah. but it's like that three 3D kind of embossed. Like it's got levels to it, like angles to it. It's really cool. I picked up two of those. Um, I got my Stardust uh, from Stardust pins, um, the Ahsoka ears. The, yeah i'm jealous of that jealous yeah, of the that, pin of that sure. um they i think she did say that they would have extras um i don't know when they're gonna put them up but um all the pre-orders i think have been done and delivered so um and then i i said in the beginning the ee the entertainment earth clone wars pin set which has yeah. like four pins in it um i picked up that guy as well so um but that's about I, I the only other thing i would say is we did um last week i think it was last week we tried our first recipe from the Galaxy's Edge cookbook. Hey, what'd you do? Yeah. Uh, we did, it's the beef, it's the uh, kalb or the talb or something like that. It's like a, it's like a beef roast. Okay. Um, and, and it's got like carrots on it and um, it was, it was really good. Uh, it was, I mean, uh, I took a picture. I think we posted it on Facebook. You can go take a look at it. Oh, okay. Um, it's the Kalb, K-A-A-L-B, Kalb Roast or something like that. Um, it was really good, though. I mean, it, the presentation is probably not the level that Disney does, but yeah. the taste was really good. Um, you know, we had leftover, we had plenty of leftovers for the, for, awesome. you know, the next day, so it was really, really good. Um, we are going to try a couple others. Uh, so as we continue to, like, do those, maybe not every week, but, you know, every couple weeks as we pull one out of the book, yeah. um, I'll kind of post some comparison shots from the cookbook and what we got. Um, we did find the blue tea bags. We ordered oh, them from really? Amazon. We're... Yep. Oh, Amazon. Just go on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, P, uh, PT berry or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. But yes, we did find those tea bags. So I can do the blue uh, noodles, uh, gourmandas, gourmandas so something or other. Yes. So yes, we're going to try that, that one. Yeah. Yep. Post that photo. So I'm really excited. I haven't gotten to the drinks yet, but really, really excited for the food. Awesome. That's sweet. Good, good. Yeah, you beat me to it. My my cookbook <laughs> is still sitting on my shelf right now. I uh, I wish I had a, a free night to do that. We might. If I find that PT Berry, well, now you can get it on Amazon, I guess. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. 
Good, good, good. Cool. Hi, this is Delilah S. Dawson, your Star Wars friend, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. for a helpless baby Yoda? Every day, baby Yoda is chased by bounty hunters and abused by scout troopers, and he's crying out for help. Please click the subscribe button on your screen and join the Star Wars friends with a monthly gift right now. For only 60 calamari flan a month, you'll help rescue baby Yoda from their abusers and provide food, shelter, Jedi training, and Beskar armor. Subscribe now and follow us on Twitter in the next 30 minutes to receive this tweet with a gif of Baby Yoda, who's been given a second chance thanks to you. Baby Yoda needs our help, so please, Subscribe, rate, and review right away. This is Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Show. Do not underestimate the power of this podcast. Well, my name is Stephen Ray Morris, and I've been a Star Wars fan my whole life, and I'm happy to call myself a Star Wars friend. I know my thing is Jurassic Park but I love Star Wars and I dressed up for Ray for Halloween a couple years ago. So yeah, enjoy Star Wars friends. Questions and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on and make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. Maggie, what about you? Any You pick up anything since our last show? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I did get a care package from Rebel Art Empire. Awesome. Um, that yeah. was awesome. Um, had some really cute pins in it. Um, it had the Summer of Ahsoka stuff. Um, some pieces Sweet. that they had designed for Celebration. Um, and then they also sent me some child stuff. So that was super <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, they knew my brand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I got my pen boards and like put all my pins up. And that was really fun. Um, and then I got the Oculus. Yeah, um, yeah. That, yes. that was my, Can't wait to my hear about this. Yeah, adventure. let's go. This is your time. It's let's get this official <laughs> Oculus review. I want to hear all about it. Um. Okay. So most people, if you followed me when I was at Disney World in December, you will know that I am a huge Darth Vader fan. Like I don't, I don't read like a Darth Vader fan. I don't like spend all of my time talking about Darth Vader. Um. But like of all the characters I've met, uh, Darth Vader was like. 10 out of 10, best experience of my life. Um, 
So being in a video game with Darth Vader <laughs> looming over you. Yes. Um, saying that like you're the one that he's been looking for. Like, yes, hello, I'm here for this. Um, it's super, super, super awesome game. Unfortunately, um, I have gotten violently motion sick. Yeah. Um, the two times that I, I, well, I've played it two and a half times. I played the first time for like 45 minutes. The second time I made it to an hour and a half. And then the next time I played it, I once again was like super sick right out of the gate. Um, it was really cool, like, because at first you're on a ship, you're on the windfall, you're, like, having to hit all these buttons and picking up artifacts, and you've got a droid talking to you, and then you get taken by an Empire ship, and, like, the whole experience is, like, surreal, because I felt like I was standing on a ship, like, I felt like I was in Disney World, like, boarding the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. It felt yeah. so real. I was, like, touching things, and then, like, my hand would obviously hit, like, my bed or my dresser, because I wasn't actually there. Oh, that's crazy. So, like, that's, the, like, the one downside. Um, there's a part where you have to climb on Mustafar, like outside, because you're escaping, and I fell. Oh no! <laughs> so you like grab the wrong pipe, and it cracks off, and you fall, and the droid catches you, but you feel like you're falling backwards, and oh, so that was what triggered God. it for me. Yeah. But there is allegedly a way you can go in and turn that off. So I like if you have motion sickness, I highly recommend doing that because I think that's what like set me off. Also, some of the motions are a little, like, I don't know how to explain. Like, I have issues with peripheral vision. And so uh, some of the ways that you move, like, you hit a button and it moves you forward. Mm -hmm. um, the way that it blurs on the sides of your eyes, like, also oh. kind of triggers that for me. Um, and I've played a couple different games. I've been playing this other game called Death Unchained. And it has similar mechanics. But for some reason, the way the graphics are, like, managed, I don't get motion sick in that i've played that for three hours straight and had nothing go on crazy um so it's definitely i think it's like a combination of like the darkness and like some of the movements it's it's a lot but it's insane and there's a, a lightsaber training session where like the the little um training droid shoots things at you and they move around and you have to like spin that's awesome like i would love to play that six here like super fun like yeah. there's so much stuff so which which version did you did you get the rift or the quest? There's, I got the quest. Like, so okay. I spent, is that I spent the, the extra standalone money. one, or that's the one you can hook up to the PC. Yeah, how does that's that when work? You can hook, hook up. Okay. Yeah, so okay. you can hook that up to the PC, and allegedly I'll be able to play Squadrons by attaching it to my computer no. and running it through. Oh, I'm already ready to puke. No, that's. <laughs> I, I mean, I Woo. I I'm thinking I might be able to do that. I cannot play flying games. Um, I've tried certain levels on battlefront and yeah. i i just cannot operate a ship on my ps4 <laughs> so i'm hoping that with the oculus i'll actually be able to feel like i'm actually in the cockpit like doing Ooh. the flying i love flight simulators every time i go to the air and space museum i'm in that thing that spins you upside down like i love it wow. so i don't know what it is about vader immortal that kills me yeah um, yeah so it's not like, like a it's not like a direct connect then, like so you don't take your Oculus and just hook it right into no. PlayStation. So or you your download Xbox. the you games. You have to go through your computer. You can um, for certain games. So with the okay. actual Oculus Quest, you can download the games directly to it. There's two different models: a 64 gigabyte and a 124 gigabyte. And I didn't feel like spending an extra hundred, so I went with the 64. Mm -hmm. And so you have 64 gigabytes, and then you can plug it into your computer. And play games that aren't fully oh, compatible. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Um, so, so. Does it come with like triggers? Like, what do the joysticks look like? Um, I I wish I had it with me to show you guys, <laughs> but they're these like. Oh God, I don't know how to explain them. They're kind of like joysticks. They look like joysticks, but if you held the joystick in your hand and then held the base up, yeah. Um, and there's like these circles at your thumbs. And are so they are they colored? Are they like light bulbs almost? Are they no. color? Okay. No, they're completely like so, like go through circles that you hold on to. And also, the nice thing about Oculus is that um, there's a beta element to it right now, where they're testing um, hands free. Ooh, um, controllers. Okay. And so I've played with that a little bit and that's just for like navigational stuff within the Oculus, not actually in any of the games yet. So, mm. and that was the, the, the strangest thing. Like mm. I put the controllers down, I held my hands up and in the VR, you could see your hands and then you could Whoa. control the screens and like touch things and like with your hands, but yeah. not touching anything. And that was crazy. That's true. Like as a child that grew up wanting like hollow decks from Star Trek, yeah, giddy, right. Beyond giddy, hmm. and this there's a Star Trek game too. If anybody likes Star Trek, um, Star Trek Bridge Crew is really cool because you're playing like four different roles, um, on the bridge, like going through all these different like simulations in Star Trek, and it's a lot like um, being on the Millennium Falcon. There's like the engineer, oh, okay. there's yeah. the pilot, there's like the helm. So that's really cool. Is that so. the is it a next generation era Star Trek or um it's three different generations so there's next gen oh. um there's a one that's like independent to the game called the Argus um and then there's the Enterprise okay sweet and the next gen bridge is so cool yeah I played I, well, that with a friend the other night and I was just like oh my god I have I have found out there are listeners of the Star Wars friends who are big time Star Trek fans because they have that called me, me so out. Happy. Yes. Uh, I've made some comments and they've definitely been like, Hey, I like, I like Star Trek. Yeah. Star cool. Trek like, is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know much about it, but that I'm... was my first fandom. I went to a Star Trek convention when I was four years old for my birthday. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't, I, I've watched a few movies. I'll leave it at that. That's, that's and I know okay. what their uniforms look like. So that's cool. That's good. So, yeah. Uh, it's worth are, the $500. That's good to hear because I, I neither either do the HasLab or the Oculus. <laughs> right. So uh, <laughs> if the HasLab stinks, I'm going to get the Oculus. So we, I'm going to wait go. for that yeah. announcement to come out. Because, I mean, really, it's the Galaxy's Edge game for me. That's yeah. that's what I'm most that's, looking forward to. I was super to. excited to find out that mm -hmm. was I bought my Oculus like three days before that's the so cool. announcement came out. I picked up my Oculus the day the announcement came out. That's perfect. Perfect time. And if you're going to buy it, do it from Best Buys. Why? It's cheaper. Mm, like It's like really? $20 cheaper, but yeah, and it's Take much it easier. You can. Like, you can pick it up directly from the store, order online, pick it up, and not have to wait for it to come through Oculus. Sweet. Huh. Well, that's good. Now, how have you played the, the Lenovo VR Jedi yes, Challenge? Yes, I own that. So, okay, yes. so what is the superior lightsaber uh, battle game? Is it the lightsaber challenge or is it the Oculus uh, training mo mode that you're talking about? Oh, gosh. So I have a lot of complaints about the Lenovo. Like, I'm a huge Lenovo fan. My laptops have all been Lenovo. Um, live and breathe Lenovo. However, that VR game had no way to progress forward unless you completed all of the challenges. Mm. And there's a really annoying, like, you have, I think it was Naboo was being attacked and it's like, a game that you play and you move the pieces across the board and there's certain levels that were impossible and I haven't touched it in two years oh, no. because it, it pissed me off so bad that I could not get past this like mm -hmm. one attack. Yeah. 
and I couldn't find any cheats online for it. So I was just like, well, I guess I'm not progressing forward in this game. Yeah. Well, I mean, how was the playability compared to the Oculus? Because the Lenovo set now, you can get it for 40, 50 bucks with the um, lightsaber. If you're, look- if you're looking for a cheap, like fun game, I think the VR um, by Lenovo is really great. Um, there's a couple downsides to it. You have to use your cell phone. Um, it runs the battery like this. Oh um, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So you can't spend a lot of time, like maybe 40 minutes and then your phone's like super hot. Um, and you have to take your phone out of the case and like, there's a lot of, a lot of issues with that. Um, I did like that for the fights. The fights were a lot of fun because you got to go up against the seventh sister. You got to go up against Kylo Ren, Darth Vader, Darth Maul. Um, wow. but it, I felt like that was more like easy. Yeah. I think, yeah. um, because it, it shows you which way to like slash and like how to fight the entire time. Whereas, um, Vader immortal is a lot more like up to chance. Okay. It's how you react. Yeah. I, I wish I could have played Vader immortal at last celebration, but the line of all the lines at star Wars celebration, Chicago, I think yeah. the, the that one was crazy. Yeah. The Oculus one for Vader immortal was absolutely the hardest experience. one. I tried getting in the line three times and every night, every, you know, it was at the end of the evening when I got everything done for the day. And they they cap it off at a certain point in time. I missed yep. it every single time. I was so bummed because everyone looked like they were having the best time in the world. Like because they put everyone in the glass boxes so you can watch yeah. them play. And you see people like <laughs> it's like it's, the funniest it's wild. thing. Yeah. So like I, my mom found me on the floor of my room like in the fetal position because I thought <laughs> oh really God. I had gotten so like sick feeling that I wanted oh, to keep yikes. fighting. So I'm like laying on the floor waiting oh for the thing to happen and then like. Sitting up and like trying because I wanted the story. The story was cool. Like Darth yeah, Vader was yeah. protecting me, and I was like, "When else am I having this experience?" You um, have to take care of your health. You have I know. to take care. And then I yes. was like, "I have to stop." Well, they just they just put that um, the new trailer for the second one, right? The yeah, like well, the second season there. or something. Yeah, yeah and it's like uh, they're amazing. The saber challenges now incorporate like a lot more sabers in it. I get yes. from what I gather from the trailer. Sick. It's like, hey, okay. you want to use Darth Maul's saber? Okay, here you go. And it's like, ooh, sweet. There's so much. That's sweet. Well, yeah. that's good. Okay, very cool. Very I'm all cool. about the Star Wars games. All about them. Well, now you know who to go to if you're listening and you want an yeah. Oculus Quest review. So Also, if any of our listeners play PS4 and they play Battlefront and they do the online stuff, hit me up because I just played for the first time last night, which is why I was up until 2 a.m. Oh, thanks for the invite, dude. Super cool. Yeah. I'm glad I just added you on uh, PSN. Yeah, because cool. like, I'm down for that. <laughs> No, I did just, uh, I just added Maggie and Josh on PSN. I think (laughs) Josh, I think Josh's friend request to me on PSN was sent at least like mid 2019. Uh, Yeah, I felt, well, like, listen, I don't, you know, I've, I've talked about it. I'm not on PSN a lot, but if, if here, Maggie, I didn't know you were playing Battlefront. If, if, yeah. If listeners are cool, if you're cool and uh, you want to play Normal. Battlefront, yeah, yeah, maybe shoot me a message uh, on Twitter at no one is Chris, and then we can we can maybe share PSN names. I might get on Battlefront if I know that my friends are playing. 
because I need to make sure I can play equally skilled people. If you're really good at Battlefront, don't send me a DM. I'm I don't not. Get I'm so yeah. not good. I, pl- I played with a bunch of my friends um, from Red Dead Redemption. I have a posse yeah. on there, and they're like, you finally need to play this. Like, you're such a Star Wars, like, fan. Yeah. They yeah. know all about my obsession. They're like, why haven't you done, like, the online thing? And they were, like, so much better than me, and I was getting killed, and I was just like... <laughs> it makes it not a fun experience when you're when you're really bad at, at those online games. So I definitely... <laughs> but I, I'm into it. Now that I know you're playing Battlefront, cool, because Squadrons is going to be online-based, and it's cross-platform, so I just need to get into the online playing here. So yeah, to your point, oh, Maggie, yeah. if anyone wants to connect with us on PSN, uh, if you're if you're bad or mediocre, that's right in my wheelhouse. That's so hit spot. hit us up. Yeah, <laughs> so cool, very good. All right, well, um, I have a couple pickups, and then maybe I'll, we'll do a little bit of speculation and wind down the show here. So. Sure. I, Justin, you got the carbonized Darth Vader. I got the carbonized Boba Fett. And I will tell you, the packaging is the best part of the figure. I already own, I don't know. Eight million Boba Fett? Yeah, well, that, well <laughs> let's not talk about just Boba Fett figures. I own, I think I own eight or nine different Boba Fett Black Series uh, six-inch figures. So this is just another one to put on the wall. Um, I am not a fan of carbonized anything. I don't like carbonized figures. I passed up on Force Friday. I came across, I was the first person in the Target. I had access to literally every carbonized figure the first day they came out and just flat out refused to buy them. So I, it's my second or third carbonized figure. I don't even, see, I don't even remember the other ones I got. They're just mm-hmm. in a box somewhere. But because it's Boba Fett, it has a special place on the shelf. The box is really sharp, though. It's like a nice, beautiful foil box. Yeah, you were holding up that Vader, and it was just a black Mm -hmm. box. This Boba Fett is green and yellow. It's it's beautiful. Well, so the Vader's blue. That's what I keep saying. Like, I can't even do this thing justice because... I see a little blue sheen, yeah. Yeah, the box is blue, and the Vader is blue. Like the yeah. whole thing is blue, and the 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 Boba Fett's like all green box, and yeah, I yeah. think the stormtroopers like silver. I think is what they did him in. Uh, I, maybe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, There's no, you're a right. You're right. Stormtrooper yeah. that's coming out. Um, yeah, yeah. My you know, Boba Fett's are on their way. You um, you led me down a, a when you were talking about the Vader. I had some inner monologue uh, issues going on. I was yeah, I like. I have hundreds upon hundreds of Star Wars figures from all eras. I think I own three Darth Vader figures. Um, the original Kenner, one Power of the Force figure, and then a 24-inch tall Darth Vader figure. I literally don't think I own any other Darth Vader. I own a helmet. I own a Darth Vader helmet. Mm-hmm. So maybe that boosts my my collecting cred up a bit. But out of all the hundreds, I think I only have three. It's, There's a lot of them out there. Yeah, I think I might have a Funko Pop, but yeah, we always talk about how many how many Vaders are too many Vaders, you know? What's right. too many Vaders? Um, what else did I pick up? I got that Yoda Black Series Empire Strikes Back on the card back, which is one that I was after. So nice. Seen it a few times with a crinkled blister pack, and finally I found one that was mint, so I was really happy with that pickup. And then I got, you know, we had our friend Stephen Ray Morris on a couple weeks ago, so you can listen back to that episode. He had casually mentioned a character in in our show named Jodo Cast, who is one of my favorite Legends characters of all time. Uh, I have speculated that we would see Jodo Cast in Mandalorian at some point in time, or some iteration of the the type of character Jodo Cast is. 
basically to the effect, if you're unfamiliar with Johto Cast, he was another bounty hunter, stole Boba Fett's armor, repainted it, and kind of took on, like, the... He tried to pretend he was Boba Fett in some cases. Um, turned out he wasn't, so he kind of went rogue and did his own thing. But he was a decent bounty hunter. Really, in, when he was out, was one of the few, only the few people that had access to Mandalorian armor. So he was a pretty cool character. Um, I just got my second Johto cast figure, thanks to Stephen Ray Morris, who um, just casually reminded me that there were two out there. And I was like, oh, I got to go to the other one now. Um, so I got that one uh, as eBay pickup, of course. And then I just got some miscellaneous parts and pieces for a lot of the projects. I'm in project mode right now. I, um, I, I'm waiting on so many pre-orders. I'm waiting on so many gentle giant pre-orders who will not answer my emails. Gentle giant. I'm a premier member, bro. Like I'm just asking when these things are coming. I would just I like just an update on the 2019 stuff. You know, yeah. it's like, Oh, so gentle giant does not like to respond to emails. Um, <laughs> but I would really like those products. But yeah, I'm just waiting on a bunch of pre-orders, just doing all, a lot of old build-outs. I'm sitting in my Star Wars room right now, and it's just coming very slowly together. Uh, I got a lot of construction I need to do to build out this beautiful vintage uh, Kenner wall that I'm doing. So, oh, I got those. Uh, I got the Malik and Revan pop. Yep, that's right. Got those. I see a lot of people on Twitter got those pops. So mm-hmm. I'm loving. I'm loving that Knights of the Old Republic get some love. Uh, that is a, always a good thing. And I got some books. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's not been a huge, not been a huge like pickup. I mean, a lot of like it. You know, we can't go out to stores really, and I haven't been down to Big Fun in a hot minute. So yeah, guys, yeah. just just waiting on those pre-orders. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. Um, all right. Well, let's let's kind of end the show on a positive note. Let's let's wrap up. Let's speculate a little bit here. It's been a, it's been a while since we speculated. So. Mandalorian trailer should drop soon. We should, we should actually hypothetically get, not hypothetically, theoretically, should be getting a lot of Star Wars content here in the next few weeks that maybe have been prepared for Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. And Mandalorian Season 2 trailer should be one of those events that we will come across at some point in time in the near future, but definitely after this episode releases. So what do we speculate that we will see in that trailer that might, I don't know, raise the eyebrows of old fans of Mandalorian fans and, or maybe catch the attention of somebody who, for whatever reason is on the fence about the Mandalorian. So I predict my first prediction is that we will see the child in a different outfit than his Snuggie. I think that he's going to, there will probably be some type of cut scene of him. I hope, I hope in Mandalorian armor of some sorts. <laughs> I really, can you imagine what like that is? Oh, I'm just picturing in my head, maybe not a helmet. I mean, we've talked about a helmet with the ears sticking out, but like, I would love to see him in a couple, like a little chest armor or something like that would be so friggin' cute. Um, so I think that the child will be in a different outfit at some point in the, in the trailer, anything off the top of your heads. I would like helmetless Mando. Ooh. Okay. More, Interacting more hel- with other people more or just Mando. Yeah. More helmetless. Yeah. Just more because helmetless. I think that that really intrigued a lot of people. And mm-hmm. if, 
Star Wars marketing is smart, they will latch on to that so that they get the continued people posting pictures of it, people tagging it, people sharing it. Yeah. Just from a marketing standpoint, I think that would be a smart move. You know what I can see happening? Maybe not Pedro's face, but like a scene. Well, you know how they do it in trailers where they just give you just a taste and just your brain enough. goes crazy? I can see two hands reaching behind the helmet and lifting it and then it yes. cuts right like yeah so it just gives you enough where you're like oh shit somebody a human's gonna see his face you know like somebody's taking and it's the a helmet total, off. like red herring because it's not yeah, even right, the same scene right. like yeah <laughs> that i can see that happening in in the trailer for sure because mm-hmm. that's part that's the biggest part of the creed right and then oh my god they mm-hmm. give it away in the trailer like somebody's gonna take the helmet off that would be crazy. Kind of so, like how they did in the one trailer for The Mandalorian where Omira is touching the side of the helmet like she's yeah. acting like she's mm-hmm. going to take it off, like repeating yeah. that, that motive. I can, I can see that happen. Hello there, Star Wars friends. It's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and resident John Williams one percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams one percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you show off your elite status to those around you. Not only has John won countless awards, accolades, Oscars, Grammys, etc., but the apple does not fall too far from the tree either. His son, Joseph Williams, is the lead singer of the Grammy Award-winning band, Toto. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. Moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian. Happy to be your Star Wars friend. You're listening to the Star Wars Friend Show. Questions and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. And make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. Justin, any speculation off the top of your We'll just keep going in circles here, because I got a few more. (laughs) Yeah, I know. They kind of keep popping in. If we're talking about the trailer, right? Just the trailer. Just the trailer. Like Just if it's like a two-minute glimpse of the full season. Um, I think there will be maybe some old bounty hunters. I think maybe if you see like Please. the feet of Bosk or you know just a quick snippet of his head maybe. Please. With what they did with the animatronics with the child, why can we not do a better live-action Bosk? Right, where he's, he's got more mobile, like his eyes move more. Well, they had more. Trandoshans in season yeah. one. But yeah, I, so I, but I think it, they can, like, but that level of detail where you're looking at, like, the hero level, right, versus right, the exactly. dude yes. standing in Agreed. the back with the mask that doesn't move. Um, I, I think you'll see some, you know, maybe some vintage bounty hunter stuff. Uh, I think that'd be Ooh. cool. Um, I, I had another one in there, and I just, oh, le- and I just lost, I think the return of the armor, I think you'll see. I really yep. hope. I think I, I could will. not you get will. that out of Emily when I interviewed yeah. her. I was like, "So are we going to see like the the armorer again?" And she was like, "Well, I don't know." <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I, I think like, armor. Please. 
it, I, it, I can guarantee that armor is going to have another sick part in season two for sure. Especially if she makes the armor for the, the baby. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Maybe return of heavy Mando as well. Um, yeah. Yes. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And then uh, I, I think the only other thing that I could see maybe towards late in the season uh, is an older, another older version of um, the child. Or Yoda, maybe not. Oh. Maybe not Yoda's age. Maybe just not another, the child's just age. Of the just another yeah. of the species, because I think that's where I think you know he's the the search for this species seems to be very. Uh, what do I want to say? It's it's very difficult. Like everybody knows what they are, but not many people other than Yoda and Yaddle, who's seen any other ones in this galaxy. Other like this child apparently is a very rare thing yes. to see so yes. i think finding another one and maybe like so you know when we look at rebels and uh zeb's zeb's species like left their home world because it was yeah, ravaged by yeah. yeah it was ravaged by callus and the empire they left and they went to find that um i can't remember the name of that like uh, i don't remember the name mythic either world, it was right? secret world yeah yeah it's it's like a secret world and it did it did exist and that's where callus ended up with Zeb in the end, right? They went off together to right to whatever that world was, and I think maybe that's what happened with Yoda's people. Like, hey, something happened oh, where they had to go in hiding, okay. but maybe there's one or two of them still, you know, kind of scattered through the galaxy. So I still think it takes the entire season to get to that planet. Yes, I, I, think, I think it's like yeah. way at the end before you see this, but yeah, um, I could see something like that where it's like a, a middle aged. A middle-aged uh, green alien, <laughs> not an old one, not a young one, a middle-aged right. one, you know. Right. Works let a nine drop, to five. Let me drop comes this home. on you. Let me drop this on you. Could we see, speaking of hero characters, could we see a original trilogy hero character such as Chewbacca show up in Mandalorian season two? Because mm. Jonas can definitely put that costume on whenever they feel like it. And True. there could be an interesting mission somewhere that the that the Mandalorian has to go on and crosses paths with Chewbacca running the Falcon or some other. Mm-hmm. How about that mm-hmm. crossover? That would be sick. I would like that a lot better than an Amy Sedaris crossover, whatever the hell that was on Tatooine <laughs> on season one. Um, th- yeah, did I say that right? Yeah. Sadakis? <laughs> Sadakis? Sedaris? Is it what? Amy Sedaris, right? Sedaris. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I said it right. Yeah, okay, I got yeah. you. I got you. I know you. So, if it's not Chewbacca, could there be another hero character crossover in The Mandalorian? Anyone that you can see that's still alive in that time frame? Hondo. Hondo would Hondo? be. Un- oh my God! Could I mean, you dude, imagine? He spanned like just centuries. He spanned like, decades immortal. of Star Wars. You're right. Right. Like, Right. Could you imagine? I mean, listen. I mean, Endor is not too many years after um, the last time we. No, I mean, yeah, he would. He would definitely be alive easily. Yes, yeah. he'd be older. Right. I mean, he. Yeah. But you can't Picture put him really... with Chewie like Smuggler's Run because that's later, right? What oh if gosh. he goes on a Hondo mission? What if oh he? Oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious! And, and then they bring back Bill Burr's character and those other like roguish villains that were in that one episode. Honda, they're on Hondo's team. Oh my, okay, oh yeah, okay, I would like that. 
What else could we possibly see in season two? I mean, I feel like everybody is hoping for Ahsoka, obviously. Yeah. Do, yeah. But I mean, not in the trailer. Not in but the trailer. not in the trailer. People think she's going to be in the trailer. And I'm like, I don't know if they'd give that away. I mean, I'm, I flip-flop day to day whether they would give that away or not. What if yeah. you just saw, like, lightsaber blades? What if that was, like, what if that was oh, the only thing you saw, like, yeah. and the okay, blades pop this? up? Let's I think we'll see the Darksaber. Okay, so Darksaber, Darksaber ignites, and then across What if we see a Darksaber class? Yes. yes. And yes. then you yes. see the second lightsaber, and then your brain is like, all right, who the f- Who like, is that? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, yep. see? Now this is fun. Yeah, okay. Um, who, I can't what wait to it, be completely wrong. <laughs> what if it was a green lightsaber? Because post-Return of the Jedi, who has the green uh-huh. lightsaber? You see the green saber off screen, like your brain can go a million different directions there. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be crazy because it could be Ezra, it could be Luke. I would lose my mind if it was Ezra. <laughs> you oh could God. get Ezra in this show, I would lose very it, easily. I was, I was still to this day really hoping Benicio was going to be an older Ezra in The Last Jedi. When they cast Me him, too. I was like, dude, how crazy would that be? Um, to have Ezra on, but it's Ray's journey, I get it. I, get I still need more DJ in my life. Um, yeah, I wonder what happened to that old guy, that old pirate. Maybe he's cruising around with Hondo 50 I years ago. I hope he's, I hope he's doing well today. Right, right. Anything <laughs> I do think else? That, I do think we'll get updated character posters. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. so a new, yeah, so like they do yeah. it for every movie. They do the really stylized for that season. Um, I'm, so, okay, so with that, do we expect any costume changes? Cara Dune going to be sporting new armor. I know she has new armor. <laughs> that is something I actually know for a fact. <laughs> but uh, it's not, it's not. Check massive. your sources, it's, listeners. Uh, check my, your... <laughs> my, my source is the costumer that's in a costume. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know not, about it's it. It's not a big change. It's like a couple uh, pieces of change just because she was okay. like, Hey, things might change in your costumes. Make sure these pieces come off so you can swap them out. So For sure. For sure. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't Anyone... know if it was intentional or if it was just like an actual like costume change. Hope nobody notices. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else with a costume change? I mean, I feel like Grief Karga can wear whatever. I don't, He doesn't really have like He's a real big stylized. Traveler. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Be yeah, interesting to see if they can do something with the volume different. Like, so... You know, I mean, we have, it would be really hard to do, but we have um, in Clone Wars, like we have all these different worlds. Some are, you know, icy and cold and snowy. Mm. Some are completely underwater, like Camino, right? Yeah. Yeah. Could we do something where they're actually underwater or some kind of, do you know, you know what I mean? Like, like, I I, I guess like, yeah, the Gungans. Could could we see Jar Jar? I would love to see Jar Jar. Yeah, maybe. I don't How know. How crazy like, would that be? It's just Lisa there's. Would be so happy. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people would. Yeah. We, it makes sense. You know, uh, Ahmed Best is getting a resurgence in popularity. The prequels have been getting a lot of popularity. John Favreau is a very creative person, um, very smart the about his are choices. Now. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, he'd, be old. he'd be old at that point. Exactly. Jar Jar would be pretty old yeah. at that point. Yeah, but you know what? Actually, let me back up. Can't happen because the aftermath novels. Um, they did talk about Jar Jar's fate. Oh, that's right. I forgot about show. that. Yes, 
And he was Lester, like a jester or something. Yeah, he's like a yeah, he was yep. like a bum. Like he was a bum jester, which is yep. insane to me because he was a senator and it's yep. what, anyway. Maybe we can just retcon that. That's the, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> they might. But uh anything else? I mean, I really think we're gonna see a, a legacy character in this season. I my my money's on Chewbacca. Uh <laughs> I like I like the Hondo idea. I like the Hondo idea is good. That's because it's Felony. And mm-hmm. it's it's a it's like a roguish tale. But who would you like to play him? It doesn't matter. Anyone can play him. Jim Cummins has to do the voice. That's it has to be it has to be Hondo's voice. So I, I, I cannot have it has to be overdubbed. Cannot have someone try to pull that voice off. That would just be too weird. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I can't I see know. Hondo without Jim without Jim's voice. I don't know. Um you know I, there's I don't care who plays him really at that point yeah he's an old he's an old Hondo so I don't know yeah um mm-hmm. who would you All Maggie I, who would you oh. want to play old Hondo okay um I've only seen Johnny Depp as him I'm just saying oh. like <laughs> okay like yeah. I know I know controversial person but um Johnny Depp is always who I've seen as a live action Hondo especially like imagine? the animatronics that Smugglers Run like we were just like he's exactly the same as the Pirates of the Caribbean exactly he like, does have experience it, playing a pirate. Yeah. He'd be awesome as it, and he's got yeah. the same swagger and like he's oh just my he's God. he's Disney's like. Yeah, Disney does love Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that idea, and Favreau has the ability to pull something like that off. Yeah. Okay, interesting, interesting. And and I feel like he could do the voice because he's so good at voice acting that I feel like he yeah. can mimic that voice mm-hmm. without you even knowing it's somebody different. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I like this. Okay. That's my big heavy hitter, though. I think that we're going to see the, the child in different clothing and or Mandalorian armor as a sneak peek in the trailer. And I think we might catch a glimpse of a legacy character, whether it is... I, I wasn't going to say the Darksaber clashing with another lightsaber. I was just going to say, like, just a lightsaber igniting. Um, just because we know that that is rare in the Mandalorian. That's not a common sight, so that would get people talking. Um but I really think that we're going to see that mission with, with Chewbacca. Um, <laughs> I really, but how crazy would it be if it was tied into Batu that it was a Hondo job with Chewbacca tying it all in. It's in the right time frame. It's a little early. Uh, it's a little early, but who's to say that Hondo's not smuggling stuff in Batu at that time period. Well, cause wouldn't, cause Han would still be around. Cause this is at the end of, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. And Han so is smuggling Han... all the way up to Last Jedi. Well, yeah, but Han would yeah. be there. Yeah. I mean, what? Isn't Ben, like, baby uh, Ben uh, is, like, three years old or something at this period in time? Yes, exactly. So Han could be off. Listen, man, so this is the thing. He was, like, the... flighty. He's like, I don't need a kid. I'm going to go do some jobs. Oh, that's He's true. Out. That's Yeah, that could be. Yeah, yeah Han could, be, but I don't think Han will be in this. I don't. I think it's just Chewie. I think, I hope. It would be a Hondo and Chewbacca smugglers run like type mission. Chris, you need to write this fan fiction. Oh, dude, I'm feeling it. I mean, that would be the coolest episode. It's just a one off. It'd be a way better one off than. I feel like Din would just like constantly be judging Hondo. Just oh my like, god! The head yes, tilts, could you imagine? Like, could you shut up? Yeah. Like, stop talking. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Yeah, just the mannerism. Hondo's just going crazy. Chewie's roaring at him. They're going back and forth, and the Mandalorian's just sitting there staring at both <laughs> like of them. How did, how it's like did Laurel I get and Hardy. This? 
<laughs> right? Like, how is this happening right now? And, you know, the child's in the back playing sabak, like rolling around Dude, the on the child table. sitting on Chewbacca's shoulder. Could you? Like holding on to his hair. Yes. Okay, see, we are, this is yes. it. This is all fan the merch, Somebody all the merch, this. everything. Oh my God, this is a breakthrough. Okay, let's um, let's stop here. You know, okay, one <laughs> thing what I that I want in a live action again is porgs. Give me the porgs. Uh huh. You're not gonna get them though. I You're not gonna what, get them. But I want them. Yeah, yeah. You need. They can't seem get like them. a very. They seem like a very invasive species. I mean, look at how quickly right. they took over the falcon. <laughs> exactly. Right. So if they, they land on a different world that they're not native to, like they would just like start nesting and breeding and. Picture <laughs> picture one of them in a cage. Like they're walking through a market and somebody's got a porg. Okay. In a cage. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Because that's another like. Betu like the quacky monkey lizard getting yes. ready to be eaten. Yeah. Yeah, yes. but they're but they're native to Octo, so who would have brought it? <laughs> I, Maybe they're not just native to Octo. Maybe there's others. Yeah. I don't mm, know. I like that. My head cannon says otherwise. But, but uh, they're they're locked in that mystic world of Octo. Is it Octo or Octu? Octo. Does it matter? Octo. So. Okay. Is it Han or Han? Han. What do you say, Justin? Han. Is it Han or Han? I say Han. Han Solo. I think sometimes I catch myself saying Han just to be an ass. Like, I don't like, but it's just like, I don't say it to anybody. I get to say it to right. out loud. Like, you know, it's such a, dude, that's classic shit. Like the, the, the Han, dude, Billy D. Williams delivery is so good in those movies. And of course, Donald Glover busting it out early in that. So, oh, last piece of speculation here. Number one, I'm personally at no one is Chris. Yell at me. Got to request me first. Then you can yell at me. Um, I'm just over. I'm like, dude, I've, I'm, I've reached my limit with what I can handle with the, the, the solo two stuff. Like me, too. I, like my, my tank is full and it's just spilling hyper fuel coaxium all over the place because I just can't handle any more of it. It, it, it got a resurgence here recently with uh, an interview with Alden Einreich who played coy when they asked him if it was coming back. He didn't really play coy. I read that like as an actor in this, this current day and age, if somebody asked you about a rumor about a movie that you haven't even heard the rumor yourself, of course you're going to say you'd take it if it happened. Well, hell yeah. Of course you can be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd do it. You want a job. Also, he's contractually obligated for two more feature films if Disney wanted to. And I'm sure they can renegotiate that like they did with Ewan McGregor and do a Disney Plus show. So anyways, okay. all I'm going to say is I hope it happens. The Mm -hmm. second thing I'm going to say is I don't need to see it like like campaigned (laughs) every every single day. day. Um, Like if it happens, cool, man. Like that's. Like it'll be fun if it, but I don't want to get my hopes up. Like, so I'm not going to spend a lot of effort. I'll randomly tweet something about solo and just say solo. And some random account that doesn't follow me will respond to it with make solo Two happen again. And I'm like, are you, are you guys Russian bots now? It's a bot program. It's sketchy. And it makes me not want it. (laughs) (laughs) I Justin, do you want solo Two? Do you want solo Two uh, in any form? If yeah, if it's I would if it's solo two and it's a new story, right? Give me something new, maybe that I don't know about. Like it would have to be at this point because there's I mean unless you pull from the books, right? Maybe that are no longer canon. Mm-hmm. There's not as many stories that you can get, so it would have to be a new story. Um, the characters were great. Um, you know I love the actors, great choices. Uh, 
I don't know that I need to see the love interest route again. You know what I mean? Like I, like I get it. He got burned by Kira, oh, you know, gosh. and then finds Leia oh, later. No. What? Chris Uh-oh. is thinking again. No, <laughs> Justin, Justin, no. I am so sorry. I have to derail because Solo oh, no. Two is. It's a, it. We all hope it happens. We're not gonna. Keep it. No, you said love interest. Yeah. Okay. I was recently on Galactic Podcast. And I got hit after the show. We, we hung out after the show. And Andrea hit me. We talked a lot about Kira on the show. Mm-hmm. And Andrea hit me with this theory that absolutely blew my mind. Okay. So I was started talking about my, how I was disappointed that Ray was not a solo because I had this whole, I had this whole big thing written out and I've gone on other podcasts and talked about it before the movie came out that I connected all the pieces to why she was a solo, how she was a solo, how she was abandoned, how she got her original character name was Kira. Well, exactly. And I thought that it was like a fill in for Jaina. Like it was going to be a whole thing. Jaina solo from legends and all this. But anyways, um, I, I literally had dead set for two years, three years built how she would have been a solo. Obviously we know what happened, but Andrea was like, okay, I got something. And I was like, Uh-oh. what dude? She was like, what if Han and Leia got into a spat? Yes. Over Ben when baby Ben was born yes. and then Han went off, found Kira again and had a child out of wedlock yes with kira with kira that would speak to the accent we don't know if kira's force sensitive or not she fought with uh the masters of terrace kazi against dryden voss so she knew fighting styles that that could take down jedi um but has the accent who's to say they wouldn't have abandoned her they were drunks that they sold her for drinking money or whatever and this is when han was off on his own being a, an ass or whatever and that is the, the spat, that's the dispute that Han and Leia couldn't reconcile over over all those years. I mean, she didn't flesh it out as much as that, but was basically like, mm-hmm. what if Kira was Ray's mom? And I was like, oh, dude. And then my brain just melted and I couldn't stop thinking. I still haven't stopped thinking about it. I was like, that is the smartest. That's the smartest theory I've heard. I love that theory. <laughs> like, that's actually dude. when I did my cosplay, that was like my the, my closet cos cosplay that I came up with with like my costumes. Yeah. Everybody was like, "You look like if Han got pissed off at Leia and went and found Kira again and right. had a child." And I was like, "Right, <laughs> right." Well, Hashtag to Andrea to Andrea's Cannon. point, she she was like, "Why do you think they rushed the solo film out so soon? They wanted yeah, it out so I was desperately so fast." Determined. Yeah, and it was like maybe they were introducing Kira and like trying to bring Kira out in the forefront that they can interconnect those stories somehow. Who knows? Obviously, this is like my tinfoil hat is going off right now. But I wanted that so badly. It makes so much sense to me, and I was like, damn, all right, done dirty again, done dirty again, but it'll live in my head for the rest of my life, so I'll just keep making those Star Wars uh, stories up in my brain. <laughs> is there anything we want to tack on before we blow this thing and get out of here? That's a no. <laughs> you got a really good feeling about this.
episode 45 in the books. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy the speculation from this episode. I think that <laughs> that, that is a lot of Mando speculation. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. It's been a long time since we've been able to do that. Just off the rip. Just uh, yeah. it's fun. We're, we're getting close to that season start and time doesn't matter anymore. So it'll be here in just two days or whatever it is in COVID era because I don't even last week. I didn't even know what day it was. I was just talking to my staff and <laughs> had no idea what the heck was going on. Um, yeah. So we will get Mandalorian soon. We should get a whole bunch of really cool stuff. Hopefully, fingers crossed from Celebration that should have been. And uh, keep speculating about Mandalorian. Let's hear it. We would love to hear from you and what your thoughts are in season two of Mandalorian, how it's going to play out, what's going to be in the trailer. So please reach out to us at SW Friends Show. Hit us up at show at starwarsfriends.com. We'll absolutely read your theories, your ideas, anything you have about Season 2 Mandalorian. We had a blast covering every episode of Season 1. You better believe we're going to be doing every episode of Season 2. So this is going to be really cool. It's a great time to uh, be a Star Wars fan again. We're starting to get into content, brand new content. And that's the best time. So... um, it's been a blast. I can't wait. I think we might drop a... We really want to get a full squad show soon. We got to get Kyle and, and Josh back in the you know in the mix. Maybe we'll do a live chat this weekend. It might be too early to tell. Uh, but we'll see. We'll try to get everyone together for uh, another show here. And yeah, keep us up to date. If you guys hear any, any news, anything late and breaking, hit us up at show at StarWarsFriends.com, SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can send me a follower request if you're a cool person uh, at No One Is Chris. Where can they find you two at? Uh, this is Justin. You can follow me on Twitter at I Am The Bendu. And this is Maggie, and you can follow me on Twitter at Maggie of the Town. Awesome. Yeah, send us in some stuff, man. What are your thoughts? We want to hear your thoughts on Mandalorian season two because it's literally it's gonna be here. Sooner than, yeah. than you than you expect. Tomorrow, so, basically. I mean, basically, yesterday I mean, was March. Tomorrow is October. So exactly. And <laughs> what, what you know? Uh, so it's you know, it's it's going to be a wild season. I'm very excited for it, and I'm happy we got to talk about it today because yeah. I've had all this stuff stuck in my head for a while. Thank you for letting me uh, talk Star Wars with you guys. It's been fun for sure. So uh, trust your sources, check your sources, and be cool to each other. Make the Star Wars community a good place to be. Be positive. And, uh, yeah, I guess let's just cut out like always. May the Force be with you. Always. Always. Yeah. (laughs) Later, y'all. Hey, friends. Don't forget to subscribe to the Star Wars Friends podcast and leave an awesome review on whichever podcast app you're listening on. Catch up on past episodes, fun interviews, and more at StarWarsFriends.com. Connect with the Star Wars Friends on social media at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the show at show at StarWarsFriends.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, may the Force be with you.